What's going on, everybody? It's Thomas DeLauer and... Adil Harcharwi. What's up, guys? What's going on, everybody? Adil, how was your uh, how was your Fourth of July weekend? Uh, it was wet, <laughs> so I decided instead of going to the lake, Lake Tahoe, and uh, you know, lay down on the beach, I decided to climb up uh, one of the tallest mountains over here. And then we got stuck by stuck in the storm, so it was a very wet, cold um, hike. It was about five, you know, sixteen miles total. How about you? So- so there was no like Fourth of July barbecue going on then. <laughs> no, not at all. Totally did not. I think I burned like ten thousand calories that that day. So it was a little it was Just scary sh- too. <laughs> burning calories, shivering, trying to stay warm. <laughs> yeah, that was that was it. Just you know, it's so funny. We tried. We were, we were running, trying to find um, you know some trees to kind of shelter us because it was raining so much and hailing, and hail is what this was, was pretty scary. <laughs> Gee, that's that's kind of unusual for. Up in Reno to get hail like this time of year. It's yeah, crazy. It really is. But what about you, man? Um, it was awesome. I mean, after having, what, being on the road like 30 of the last 40 days, <laughs> um, it was really nice to be back home, get a chance to go to the ocean, went to Santa Barbara, watched some fireworks there, and then uh, snuck away for a good little five or six mile hike, just kind of impromptu. Really one of the most relaxing nice fourths of july that i've had in a long long time that is great yeah it sounds yeah. relaxing you know well, a, i wish it, i did that <laughs> yeah it didn't get caught in the rain so <laughs> no which was you know really a, we were not we were unprepared i mean it's summer yeah it shouldn't rain and, and be cold that way because temperature actually went down to about 50s so that's really really cold when you're wearing tank top and a shorts uh yeah <laughs> yep so cool um let's uh do you want to read the the review of the um from uh, one of our uh, listeners yeah let's do it yeah so like like we've mentioned in other podcasts uh we try to make a point of reading off at least one review every podcast episode just because we we do read those and we want to make sure that everybody knows that we're reading them and give you a chance to uh to hear some of the awesome ones that come through so this one comes from uh, Catry Girl, and this was just the other day, and she has a five-star review, and she says, I'm always interested in learning more about how to eat healthy. There's so much info out there, and you guys are great. I like the conversational tone. You asked the questions that I was thinking. I would love to hear more about ways to get low-fat, low-carb, but high-protein foods into my diet. I'm always running out of ideas. Thanks a lot. That's great. Love it. I like that review just because it, it poses a question, poses something that we can talk about because uh, that is a common question that people ask a lot is how do they get more uh, how do they get more nutrient dense foods without the uh, calorie density, if you yes. will. Yeah, and that's great. And then we'll, you know, most of the podcasts we talk about is uh, we can actually probably dedicate um, a podcast to this. Yeah, we totally can. Yeah, let's do that. I think we'll, in the next couple podcasts, you know, just keep the, keep your ears <laughs> open. So on, on this, so we're going to talk about it. So that would be amazing. Perfect. Awesome. So cool. today's topic. So <laughs> this yeah. is actually an interesting one. So I think it's a, it's a, a post, uh, um, post podcast of our, from our last uh, podcast, which is, um, which actually the, the one that we talked about how to stay healthy for the 4th of July. So I think this one kind of carries the same message about 4th of July or partying in general. 
Yep, exactly. And it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of the the post-4th of July uh, podcast, if you will, that kind of talks uh, may- maybe for those that didn't take our advice. <laughs> 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 so basically what we're going to talk about uh, today is five ways to recover from a night out, or in this particular case, five ways that you can recover from your 4th of July binge if you if you had one. Yeah, I'm sure. My, my news feed was, you know, on Facebook was full with people, you know, popping bottles and beer and <laughs> so i'm sure some people could use some of this advice yeah. <laughs> for now and the future yeah no kidding <laughs> yeah so. and if, if it happened that you didn't stick to your uh to the plan and and um you didn't follow through that's okay you know you, you always just pick up from your where you left out and and then uh on to the next one tomorrow's a new day yeah exactly well uh let's dive in and now, I wanted to kind of give everyone a little understanding or uh, really how a, what happens with a hangover and why why it happens in the first place. Uh, most of us know that drinking and partying is, is hard on the liver. Yes. <laughs> and really, your, your liver can only detox the equivalent to like one drink per hour. So, so if you're having more than one drink per hour, your body's playing catch up really in an attempt to detoxify itself. Uh, so the first rule when you are going to go out drinking, if you are, is, of course, pace yourself because that definitely can play a big role. But that's that's not typically the name of the game for most people when they go out. Yeah. And that's a, I think it's shots after shots after shots. You don't see people doing, you know, one drink and then getting up a cup of water and then one drink and a cup of water because the goal is to get messed up. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of, a, you know. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's, <laughs> it's kind of a bad message that the general society has gotten over the last years. Uh, drinking has come less of a, you know, a trick to lubricate dialogue and more of just a social game where you're just going to get as obliterated as possible. Um, yeah. But that being said, it happens. Everyone slips up. Everyone goes out and has a good time now and then. And I think we all do. And just wanted to put this podcast together to sort of help everyone recover and get back on track as, as quickly as possible. Yeah. And and then just in, in the sense of, um, you know, when your body's trying to play catch up with all these, you know, alcoholic beverages that you plug in, you need to just be aware that, hey, I need to help my body do that. And so then the water is one of the great things that you could do either before even drinking. You can just if you're hydrated all day, that's, that's actually going to help you when you drink. So, and then same thing at night before you go to bed, just pound a few uh, glasses of water. That's going to help you, you know, say, you know, you know, stave off the hangover symptoms. Yeah. It's, it really is probably the simplest trick that you can do. And I, I know we preach drinking water a lot, but it's one of those things where it's, it's simple, simply diluting the amount of alcohol that's in your, in your bloodstream, you know, by, by adding some water. So, um, you know, while you're drinking, of course, drink some more water, but, yeah. uh, start out your, start out your morning. If you have a hangover with, uh, drinking a ton of water because you're definitely dehydrated. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think one thing that back in the day when, you know, when I was young and <laughs> reckless, if you were to say, uh, you know, using, um, coconut water, Coconut water has it just has tremendous amount of uh, potassium and you know electrolytes. So that's one thing actually to to use. So you could do it at night. You can drink it at night, and then the next morning you'll be you'll be fine. It's going to reduce the the symptoms of hangover 
or you could do it, um, you know, the day of. So it's it's another proactive way to uh, to get rid of your hangovers. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And I know uh, coconut water is definitely it contains a lot of other electrolytes. It's not just high in potassium. It's got a little bit of sodium. But it's also got a little bit of that glucose, a little bit of that sugar in there to sort of pick you up a little bit. And it's not much better than opting for a soda or something like that. You see a lot of endurance athletes are always drinking their coconut water because it helps maintain that uh, sodium potassium balance within their body. And that's so, so key, especially when you're when you're hungover because um, you want to kind of stimulate your kidneys to start reabsorbing those uh, those electrolytes and really processing and hydrating. Yeah. So um, as far as the liver, so um, what would be a cool way to kind of detoxing the liver when if you if you know, so let's so let's just for instance, let's give you let's give you this um, scenario. Going to go out this weekend, going to get drink. So what would you do to prevent that or to to help your liver? Well, there's a couple of things. I mean, you can even from a simple standpoint of from a supplement standpoint, there's things like milk thistle out there. Uh, milk mm-hmm. thistle is a simple herb that is becoming widely known to be used as a liver support. So that's something that can actually help flush out some of the enzymes out of the liver and reduce those uh, liver enzymes that get elevated after your you know, night out of drinking and things like that. So from a supplement side of things, that's a great way to do it. Uh, right. Another thing is actually consuming some some fat i know there's a lot of people out there that say hey when you have a hangover you should go and eat, eat a greasy breakfast and that's not <laughs> necessarily true but at the same time some healthy fats are going to help support the liver because the liver definitely uh, does run pretty well on some fats so if you get the right healthy fats you know you know the polyunsaturated the monounsaturated fats like olive oil and coconut oil and uh, coconut oil is pretty saturated but still it's a good fat uh, that's a, that's a great way to protect your liver um, you know the, there's a lot of different methods that you can take to really, there's another one called Hawthorne berry. That's H A W T H O R N E Hawthorne berry. You can buy that as like a supplement. And that's also really good for really good for the liver. And of course, uh, cranberry cranberry is awesome for the liver and awesome for the kidneys. Yeah. Um, I think I've consumed all of those before. So <laughs> that's why my, my hangovers are, you know, I don't drink anymore. But yeah, my hangovers when I was doing that were, were really, really minimal. So and that's why, you know, the next day I'm up either going to a sauna or going exercising and, and, and just detoxing my body. It's like, hey, I, I'm going to torture myself today by going on running four or five miles get into the sauna so I can remove that toxin out of your body because once you have when you have alcohol in your system your body cannot metabolize um, instead of metabolizing other nutrients it's actually working hard to metabolize alcohol so if you're worked out during the during the day and you go drink at night it's almost like your workout your body won't absorb much nutrient instead of dedicating a lot of efforts to clean up and clean up that mess yeah that's very true and it's also in part to the inflammation that's just happening in the oh, stomach yeah. and the stomach lining. And those, uh, those of us that listen, those of us that, uh, know about inflammation or our listeners that hear us talking about inflammation know that it's kind of a hot button issue right now. And mm-hmm. alcohol is extremely, extremely inflammatory on the stomach. And just like you were just saying a deal, I mean, the body's having to work really hard to metabolize, um, the sugars and the alcohol. It's having to work hard to really process that alcohol. So it can't give the attention that it needs to processing nutrients and food that we actually need. But the stomach is also inflamed 
which can really cause some serious upset and also cause the kind of that nausea that you get either when you're drinking or of course in the morning after when you have that hangover and you feel sluggish and don't have an appetite and because your stomach can literally be inflamed. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's why, I mean, if you want to drink, drink, uh, just, just put that in perspective because at the end of the day, I mean, it's fun when you, when you're drinking it, but, the that after drinking it's totally just you just hate your your life you're like why did i do this <laughs> i mean i cannot tell you how many times i had these conversations man it's a yeah I'm glad i'm not i don't do that anymore i drink yeah. responsibly or i would say something around the line of social drinking or um you know moderation but the moderation again is very it it varies from a different person you know varies from a person to another you know for me a moderation will be you know probably a glass of wine or something that's probably not a bottle (laughs) (laughs) well let's uh let's give everyone kind of a a few tricks or a few foods that they can eat and things that'll that'll help them and i think the first one the first one that i've always recommended is eggs uh, of course, going an organic and cage-free route with eggs is going to be probably the one of the best things that you can do just because uh, those of you that listen to us a lot know that we always are preaching the organic just because that whole world of hormone-enriched eggs and things like that is just not a, not a whole pretty world right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. So w- when you consume alcohol, I don't know if, if you knew this, Adil, but – there was uh, your body produces this thing called glutathione and it's a way yep. that it ca- counteracts uh, basically the toxic substances that are in alcohol or, or that your body produces to alcohol, if you will. Your body actually, when it has a response from alcohol, it uh, it starts producing chemicals that are toxic to itself. It's pretty, pretty interesting. It becomes very self-destructive. And uh, so this, you start naturally, uh, you can create glutathione naturally but you're going to get a lot more of it if you eat some eggs and those eggs are going to help your body replenish what it needs to detoxify after a night of drinking. Yeah, and it's it's a, it's actually a antioxidant, isn't it? Glutathione. No, glutathione. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gl- yeah. glutathione. Yeah, it's yeah. naturally okay. it's naturally produced by mm-hmm. the body too. So yeah. it's like a natural your body's natural antioxidant that's really helping you flush things out. But then uh, eggs help you produce more glutathione. So it's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, and then if you supplement with milk thistle, it has a silymarine, and which is another antioxidant that helps you know your liver and detox your liver. So um, definitely, that's something that's 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 great if you're gonna supplement or eat eggs. I think when you just talked about eating too, it's just another quick tip. So if you if your stomach is empty, the alcohol will be absorbed like crazy in your body. So that's why you just wanna. You don't want to drink alcohol while your stomach is, you know, you don't have any food because it causes a lot of irritation. Uh, so have a meal before drinking. Or uh, one thing to me being from the Mediterranean region, a lot of people, you know, drink alcohol and then they have cheese as while they drink. And another hack, since we're talking about Mediterranean, a lot of Mediterraneans, they will take a spoon of uh, olive oil before drinking alcohol. And really? It really, yeah, I swear. I mean, it's for our listeners, please try and let me know, but drink responsibly. Just have a t- tablespoon of olive oil before drinking alcohol, and let's talk the next day. Send us an email, let us know. <laughs> it's an experience. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's one that I definitely didn't know. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, having some fat in the system is always going to help you um, metabolize things a little bit better. It's going to so- slow the absorption of, mm-hmm. of, if anything. I guess it makes sense. That's, that's really cool, though. I think it's just, it's hard to get, um, 
hard to get people to just flat out take a <laughs> tablespoon of oil. Yeah, but they will have this nasty shots, right? I mean, it's, I know, it's like it's, kind of, it's, it's, it's crazy, funny, huh? isn't it? <laughs> that's a good point. You can have have a have a shot that's going to like make you cringe and make you, uh, but you can't have a simple tablespoon of olive oil. So I'm going to give that one a try. I, I don't, you know, I don't drink very often at all, but you know, if I have a uh, glass of red wine or something like that. Um, I'm going to try that just to see if it, well, here's the thing. I'm coming down in a couple of weeks, so let's try it together. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sounds <laughs> <good>. <laughs> All right. Let's move to the next one. All right. Go ahead and, uh, lead it off. So, um, we talked about electrolytes. So let's just want to say another, another thing is drinking coconut, um, water before, before you go to bed, that will reduce your hangover symptoms in the morning. And it's, it's another thing is another tip is when you drink, uh, Totally just stick to clear clear liquor if you decided to to go, um, you, you know, consume liquor, you know, vodka, gin, white, you know, white wine and stuff like that, because it, it does contain fewer uh, congruence than the darker varieties of, you know, uh, when I used to do red wine, it used to affect me pretty bad. Same thing with whiskey and everything. So those are kind of uh, if you want to stick to the ones that low sugary alcohols um, for the, the other guys or other people who will consume beer i don't know what to say because i'm not a, i used to not be a beer drinker so I, I don't even know um i don't know if you have any any advice on beer because that's a lot of calories there and it's a lot yeah. of quantity too yeah here's a yeah you're, you're definitely right and it's it's easy to just kind of go overboard on beer and one thing that a lot of people don't know about beer is it contains uh, what's called maltose and maltose is an extremely high glycemic form of sugar so it's not like a lot of times people try to justify drinking beer by saying, oh, well, it's made from hops, it's made from barley or whatever. It's, you know, it can't be that sugary. But the fermentation process, and then they usually add uh, that that maltose to it. And that maltose really is a very high glycemic sugar, which means that it's going to uh, elevate your blood sugar a lot. And it's going to spike your insulin, which means that you can have a lot more susceptibility to gain fat. But the other thing, beer also just has a lot of estrogenic properties that aren't necessarily good exactly. for men. Yep. So that that's why you see that's why you get kind of that beer belly. That's usually an estrogenic property. That's usually um, a high level of estrogen in men causing fat deposits around the abdomen in kind of that visceral way. And then which leads to man, man boobs too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sorry, uh, buddy. It, it really is. <laughs> it's, it's, to be very blunt, yeah. So, yeah. but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to beers, usually, of course, kind of the lighter beers are better again. And it's just, and when it comes to liquors, the reason that the dark liquors are better, like you said, um, the the congeners, but also they're just biologic. Those are the biologically active compounds that are in dark liquor. So there's actually like biologically active compounds. It's crazy. So, which means it's harder to digest and harder to metabolize. So, you know, it, simply by switching from a dark liquor to something like, like vodka or something that's clear, uh, you can actually reduce the risk of a hangover quite dramatically. Yeah. One thing too, a lot of people do when they, when they feel hangover is, you know, they, they, they go in and take Tylenol. And uh, that's not a good idea, honestly, because it does put a lot of stress on your on your liver. So your liver is already working over time trying to, you know, clean up this mess and everything like that. But when you add Tylenol to it, it's it's actually further attacks to your liver. So instead of that, um, that, is a, that is actually a great way we used to do, which is um, 
using ginger. You know, you could steep a piece of ginger in, in, in hot water and drink it as a tea. I mean, that's yeah. another quick, cool hack for natural, from a natural superfood that I, I consider ginger is one of the superfoods too, um, because of the effects that it has. And one of them is kind of combating the, the you know, the, the hangover. Yeah. And ginger's actually on our list too. So we can come back and, and touch on that a little bit more. Um, cause I think it's about two more down on the list that we wrote down. Okay. Great. So, but it's, uh, by and by and large, you're we're circling back to the stomach again. And so much of this kind of loops back around to the stomach yeah, and we've got that inflammation in the stomach. We've got the, uh, any issue that is going to go on in the stomach is going to radiate out, radiate out to the rest of your body. So take care of that stomach. And that's where that ginger really is awesome. A deal. It's a good one. Cause mm-hmm. that's just, this is where it soothes the stomach, reduces the inflammation directly at the source in the stomach, which is going to allow you to start absorbing those nutrients again and shorten the life of your hangover. Because it's very unfortunate that when you have a hangover, you have a period of time where you're really like just like not absorbing any nutrients because your stomach is being attacked by this alcohol and it's inflamed. So, um, but the next one is something that's kind of odd that people might be like, what? (laughs) Why are you? It's miso soup. And people are probably like, why on earth like miso soup? But it's, I mean, and I know that sushi is probably one of the last things that you're really going to want after your, uh, you know, when you have a hangover, uh, it doesn't really sound that appetizing, mm-hmm. but it's the thing about the miso soup is that, you know, personally, I think it's a perfect meal to kind of get you a, a head start on that recovery mode just because the the fermentation process that actually occurs in miso soup, there's actually some fermentation where it allows you to uh, basically process food better and it allows, puts that healthy bacteria back in your stomach. So any kind of fermented or, uh, you know, people talk about kombucha a lot and stuff like that. Miso soup sort of has some of the same bioactive compounds that can help your body and help your stomach uh, get that healthy flora back in it. Yeah. And that's, that's a, it's a great one. I mean, a lot of people actually go do, um, when they did drink, they, the next day it's a sushi time. So I think, uh, I think some people already figured out like, Hey, I think, uh, just by going and having all that rice absorb all the, <laughs> all that alcohol and all that stuff in the stomach, I think it totally will help. Um, but, uh, another thing too, it would be consuming one of those green smoothies. Yeah, you know that's a, that's a great one. You know, it's gonna replenish all the all the nutrients that you you didn't you didn't your body didn't absorb, and you're just adding those superfood blends. So if you're using one of those uh, superfood blends, and or even you juice yourself, I think that'd be an, an amazing thing to do to kind of combat um, hangover. And um, you know, you could you could try one of those blending. I don't know broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, kale, or even taking garlic that would help you dramatically get rid of your hangover yeah no it's anytime that you can absolutely load yourself up with micronutrients like that take advantage of it you know i don't unfortunately i don't think there's any magic fruit or anything like that that will directly detox your body but you know green smoothies definitely have the nutrients their body needs at least to give your organs a boost and get back on track so there is no magic pill for the hangover i think that's the next billion dollar idea right there so yeah well they've, they've tried and i think it does pretty well actually in terms of uh, really in terms of marketability i don't think it does well in terms of reducing the hangover effects but i think they do pretty well on their marketing i had no idea actually it does exist so yeah there's some like um, 
you know, quote unquote, like morning after type pills for, uh, you know, a night out and stuff like that that are supposed to alleviate uh, hangover or pills that you can take before you drink that are supposed to help you. And I just don't buy it. I mean, there might be I think it'd be much better off to just drink a couple glasses of water than you would be to take that. Wow. But, well, there you go. <laughs> um I will add real quick, though, that some of the some of the best uh, vegetables that you can put into your your drinks, and this is going to sound crazy, would be something like kale and the uh, yeah. kale and and uh, cabbage. And the reason I say cabbage is because cabbage is. Uh, Again, we talk about the intestinal health. The cabbage has a natural probiotic in it, so it's going to also help you. <clears throat> excuse me, it's going to help you get the natural flora and the healthy bacteria back in your stomach, uh, just like the miso soup would. So, kind of a quick little hack there. Exactly. One one hack here too that we had is um, the you know consuming the vitamin C. So it really actually help, vitamin C helps detox, help detoxifying alcohol. So make sure you're you get enough vitamin C. Um, or supplement with it, you know. So that's another one that's um, it's proven that works. It worked for us when I was in the other side to drinking and doing all that crazy stuff. So um, definitely supplement with uh, with vitamin C or consume foods that contain vitamin C. Yeah, vitamin C is also awesome for cortisol reduction. Too. There we go. And um, same thing uh, when it comes to supplementation. To um, used to remember taking the B vitamins. So the B vitamins, you know. B1 and B6 and the whole family of Bs and it sort of helps you, um, you know, I take that actually beforehand and, and it really, really helps um, from hangovers the next day. So, I mean, there's a lot of these hacks and if you just apply a couple of them, you'd probably be safe, but it just doesn't mean you know this hacks. You're just going to go to town on alcohol every single weekend. So, you know, this hacks now. So <laughs> no, <those laughs> don't do that. That's not the purpose. We're telling you this hacks <laughs> for purpose. We're telling you these hacks so that you can get back on your game as quickly as possible. Exactly. <laughs> because we, we know that if you're listening to this podcast, that you're interested in changing your life or you're on a fitness and health journey and, uh, but we also totally understand that you're going to have hiccups <laughs> along the way. You're going to go out. It's going to happen. Just accept it. We just have to get on with our lives and we have to know yeah. how to course, course correct and what can we do to get ourselves back on track as quickly as possible. Yeah. And then if you decide to drink, you could apply some of this hacks so you don't have a crazy effect the next day. But by no means, we're telling you, here's what you should go drink and use this hacks and you're going to be okay the next day. So it's more of like Thomas says, more of kind of self-correcting and getting back on track. Because at the end of the day, you really don't want to put in on these, these toxins in your body. I mean, we talked earlier about the inflammation, you know, and that's that alcohol has that um, inflammation properties. And you, you just don't want to do that. You just don't want to um, put that in your body because the effects later on is just horrible. It really is. And fortunately, you know, you guys can go out and drink a little bit of red wine because it does help. It does mm -hmm. actually uh, help you in a lot of ways. And as long as you don't go overboard, that's the one alcohol that's got that resveratrol in it, which is an antioxidant that's in the skin of grapes. grapes yep. And that totally is a great antioxidant. But we're talking like three or four ounces of wine. We're not talking a bottle. So uh, <laughs> that's moderation right there. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And in terms of the nutrition hacks, that's, you know, really it. We want to talk, uh, dive in a little bit more about ginger and some ways that you can use ginger to combat nausea. But um, all in all, I think that, you know, by incorporating the eggs, by drinking some coconut water, of course, adding some ginger, maybe sipping on a little miso soup and, and having some green smoothies, I think that uh, you can seriously yeah. 
have a lot better of a response. And then one thing, too, I forgot to mention, Thomas, is uh, so uh, this might sound kind of weird because people are like, oh, well, coffee dehydrates me. But the thing is, coffee reduces swelling in your blood vessels. So and then, yep. and then helps relieve, you know, headaches and things like that. So definitely incorporate that doesn't go don't go crazy on coffee, but it really does help. Yeah, that's I mean, and that's something we definitely need to do a podcast on, too, is just talking about coffee yeah, in yes. general, because coffee gets such a bad rap. Yeah, it really does. And it's really not that bad. I mean, caffeine, sure, everything in moderation. But, man, I mean, coffee, really, it has a lot of healing properties. As long as you're, if you're making choices to go with the organic coffee, too, that hasn't been adulterated a lot, it's a pretty good natural source of energy. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of good benefits all the way down to, like, mobilizing uh, body fat into usable fatty acids. I mean, no, yeah, we, sh- we, we totally should. We should do that. And I think thanks for saying that the keyword there is organic coffee. So a lot of people think, oh, your coffee. So they go drink tons of it. Make sure your coffee you consume is organic. And um, and that's that's it. I think we should we definitely should do a podcast on it. Um, I think the next couple podcasts that you guys expect us to have one on coffee. No, that's totally awesome. And. Well, and that's it for the nutrition hacks, but I do want to just throw in there because I get asked a lot on uh, rolling into a workout, you know, when you're hungover, does it, does it help? Uh, Yes, it does. (laughs) It does. Getting that blood moving is going to help metabolize uh, that alcohol a little bit better. But try doing some simple yoga or something like that, where it's just a gentle, you know, gentle kind of exercise. You don't need to go and, and hit the weight room heavy or you don't need to go and do some crazy sprints or interval training. Just go and get the blood moving. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to sa- I don't want to sound complacent or spread that this kind of uh, message at all. But at the same, I'd also need to say that there has to be a level of acceptance that the day after a night of drinking is going to be a little bit off. So don't expect yourself to go and get an amazing workout. Yeah. In. Just get moving. Just get moving and just get back in the motion of things. It's true. Um, I mean, I can, I've seen people. I've Actually, I've had a friend a while ago who whenever he drinks, he will stay up to five. And after five, he will go straight to the gym. I kid you not. He'll go to the gym and then run on the treadmill, then go hit the sauna afterwards. <laughs> The craziest thing I've ever seen. That's a little extreme. That's a little extreme. And it, I guess I guess at the end of the day, it really you're you're not gonna be getting that much benefit out of it. Mm-hmm. And by by stressing your body when it's already stressed, you're just elevating that uh, cortisol and the adrenaline levels and things like that. You're actually gonna probably slow your recovery. Best bet is just to eat clean, go for a little walk, do some yoga, um, maybe do some light resistance training, but definitely yeah, don't don't go push it, especially if you're still drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so concerned about the whole treadmill thing. I'm like, dude, you gotta fall off that treadmill and hurt your back. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, when they when they pull you pull you over and do a sobriety check, they have you walk on a straight line. If if you can't walk on a straight line, I don't think you can be running <laughs> intervals on a treadmill. I had no idea how he does it. I mean, the guy is is a, is a health freak, and his reasoning was I put crap in my body and I tortured my body. So now I'm going to go torture my body even more at the gym. So I'm paying you back body or I'm paying yeah. you back, you know, mind it for making me do this. I'm like, well, why don't you just stop drinking or just drink, stop drinking when you're buzzed. I think when you feel buzzed, just the sign of your body, this the detoxification path is like, hey, it's I'm overwhelmed right now. I think you need to take a break from drinking. Um, just go drink water. And that's going to allow your body to metabolize alcohol effectively and not end up in that situation. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> 
<laughs> that's pretty funny. Loves it. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> so awesome. I think did we cover it all? I think we did. Yeah, we covered it all. We got we could talk about uh, you know ginger. We talked about the coconut water. We talked about the eggs. And again, the eggs, guys, that's big. Uh, eat those eggs because they're going to keep you satiated, so you don't go organic. indulge on some other greasy stuff. So get some good organic cage-free eggs. Mm-hmm. Scramble them up and enjoy those right when you wake up. And that's probably one of the single-handed you know sing, single-handedly one of the best things that you can do to. Uh, halt the effects of the hangover. Yep, exactly. And great then. And if you guys like the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Just go ahead onto iTunes and then you can just, you know, search for the podcast, go to the review tab and then just give us a review there. And then you can ask questions there too. Um, another thing is we're available on Stitcher. You can go to stitcher.com and look up OrganicFit.tv podcast and you'll find it there too. You can go to our website and listen to it. So there is, we're we're on SoundCloud. So we are covering every single media platform out there for you guys to to you know listen and get uh, more clarity and more um, knowledge on fitness. Absolutely. And uh, again, yeah, thank you everyone because without our listeners, this podcast obviously wouldn't be possible. And we're, we're so excited at how quickly we are escalating on the charts in iTunes. And this is entirely because of our listeners because they're rating us on volume. They're rating us on how many listens we've got. And uh, we are getting a ton. And that just means this is great. It means we're doing a good job and it motivates us to get more content out there for you guys and to help you out. And please, please, please uh, leave reviews and give us topics that you want to hear about because Mm -hmm. we, we will do them or we'll at least address those topics, even if it's just briefly. So exactly. uh, Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And then one thing too, I want to just mention it's kind of more of an announcement than anything else is for an accountability. We're going to be pumping, pumping out a blog a day. So hey, it's going to be on our website. You can go to organicfit.tv slash blog. And there's going to be there's going to be one blog post a day about health and fitness and wellness and mindset. So it's we're going to cover a, a wide variety of, uh, of topics, but it's going to be one blog a day. Um, we're taking that challenge and we're going to we're growing our team and it's we're trying to deliver the best value for you guys. So hold us accountable if we don't deliver. But we are confident that we're going to deliver. So that's going to be Organifig.tv is going to be a one stop place. If you want to listen to podcasts, if you want to read, if you want to interact, it's going to be an amazing platform for you guys. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, Adil, I'm going to go and uh, cook up a little bit of lunch because I'm not fasting today. So. Oh, I am still <laughs> fasting. And it's, yeah, it's, uh, I have to wait till 830 to eat. So it's yeah, going to well, be a little bit tough, but good thing we got that. the, I know. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey guys, cheers. And then uh, talk to you guys soon. Thanks everyone. Take care. Bye.